Bible trails The Son of God, He is near He chose to walk with us These tribal trails Tribal trails Welcome to Tribal Trails. We're so glad that you joined us today, and we have a very special guest. His name is Rodney Fett, and we are here in Bonneville. One of the things that uh, Jesus talked about in the Bible and refers himself to is friends. And that is a subject that Rodney is going to share with us about his friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I know it will be a blessing to you. <clears throat> okay, my, my friend's name is... Uh Alan House and his wife is uh, June, and uh, they were both very good friends of ours. And uh, me and my wife, we we traveled together with them for vacations and camping, Bible camps, gospel jamborees, and uh, we're always together. And there's a very uh, close bond between me and Al. And to the point where, like, we were inseparable when we were together. And I never used to call him Al, and he never used to call me Rod, and we just called each other bro. You know, that was, uh, that was what we, we talked about, all we would say to each other when we were together. And everywhere I went, he would be there. Everywhere he went, I would be, I would be there as well. And me and Alan were, uh, we were uh, part of uh, a gospel jamboree uh, that is held, and that was held at Smoky Lake for a bit, and then uh, now it's moved on to a different place. And also uh, Bible camps, uh, Twin Lakes Bible Camp, we were always there together. Uh, we worked very well together. Also, we were part of a men's retreat, and again, their men's retreat was really was a very fun time. And you know, we, me and Alan, we would stay in the same bunkhouse. If I got there first, I would throw something on this bed so that nobody else would take it. Or if he got there first, he would do the same thing. And uh, like Alan used to love to laugh, and you know, we we. Uh, and, you know, that's what we did most of the time, just laughing and having a great time. And also uh, at uh, the Gospel Jamboree, uh, I would sometimes emcee uh, the services and I, I would, uh, uh, I did most of them. And, <clears throat> you know, like, uh, I, I don't know where I first met Ellen. We don't know where we officially met. But I do know that he sang with the uh, uh, Buffalo uh, gospel singers. I knew of him. I, I used to hear him. And I remember them at the NAF conference in, uh, in Banff. And they were the special singers there. But I never knew Al at all. Like, I never did talk to him. And uh, when we met, it was just an instant bond. It was... Uh, was very different and you know even times uh, 
like uh, he was closer to me than my brothers were, and I was the same to him. He was, I was closer to him than his brother, and uh, again, this this could be seen. It was just, it was just uh, God brought us together, and 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 caused this bond to happen. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. We sang together, played the guitar together. Yeah, we. Uh, how I first uh, got involved with uh, June and Alan was uh, I used to go listen to them sing in different places. And basically, I was there to try and help Alan with, with the instruments. And uh, a lot of times, while they were busy talking with people, I would start putting the equipment away. And then one day at Gift Lake, uh, June asked if I, if I could play with them, play guitar with them. And basically, she kind of, I thought it was kind of a joke. and kind of, this is our new band member. And I'm not a very good guitar player, I'm not a very good singer, and, but they figured that I was, I was good enough to, to play well, with them. you got better. Yes, and I've, I've learned. And then uh, that's how I got involved in music with them. And uh, there was times when uh, uh, we would go somewhere and I would preach and then uh, I would sing and play with them at the same time. And we went, we went to many different places. There will be no time to cry, no more sorrow by and by. When I see him face to face, praise his name. When I see him face to face, I will praise him for his grace. Back and forth to the doctor, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. Mm. For 
a lot of visits. He was gone to Edmonton, and finally uh, they they figured out that uh, Alan had uh, asbestos cancer in in his lungs. Oh. And uh, it was it was very devastating. You know, it was again like a. When you hear the word cancer, you know you you always think about death. You know, not not too many people yeah. uh, can survive those kind of cancers, right? And uh, basically, when Alan phoned me, he said to me, he said, "Bro, I have asbestos cancer," and what a bummer, hey? He says to me, and it was he was very calm about it. And uh, so anyhow, I. I was very lost. I, you know, I didn't know. I it was my he was my best friend, and uh, he was uh, a brother to me, and also too he was one of my mentors. Yes, he was. You know, yeah. I looked up to him. Yeah. And, and then basically, I went to see him the next weekend, and we kind of. I really didn't have words for Alan, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't know what to say to him. I just, you know, I said, I will, I will be praying for healing. And, uh, you know, of all the things that we've done together, you know, like, I, you know, those things kept coming back, playing back in my mind, and, you know, and, and we uh, finally, he got to the point where he, he got sicker and sicker. Right? When uh, we were going to go on vacation, this is kind of now towards the end of his life. And uh, I said, you know, we text each other every day. Every day. They, a day didn't go by that uh, we didn't text each other. And uh, so I texted him and, and I said to him, are you ready for the trip? And he says, as ready as I will, I will be. And so we look forward to going for this uh, trip. For, we're going on vacation. So anyhow, this is Thursday when I when I uh, when I texted him in the morning, and uh, Thursday night, uh, June had to take him to the hospital. Uh, close to, in in Boyle, they lived close by there. And uh, so anyhow, we uh, we still uh, traveled to to their house in our trailer, and we didn't know how bad he was or. So we pulled our trailer into their yard, and uh, we stayed there for uh, over a week in their yard. And I would go visit him at the hospital each day. And uh, you know, he he was so comforted by me being there. You know, this this bond that I talk about. And uh, you know, there there's times when uh, somebody else would come in and. You know, he would grab me and and tell me, "Don't go, don't go." But we could only be so many to visit him. You know, or or he would say to me, "As soon as they leave, come back in, okay?" You know, like it was just it was that way all the time. A friend is loving at all times and becomes a brother in times of trouble. How did God lead him through that? Did he, he was very, he was very calm. Okay. You know, and uh, he was, uh, we talked about death uh, many times. We talked about uh, God. Yeah. And, 
you know, lots of times I would ask him, hey bro, are you, are you scared? Yeah. And I would say, are you scared to die? And, yeah. and uh, he would say, no, I, I'm not, I'm not scared at all. And he would tell me, the only thing that bothers me is that I have to leave my wife. Yeah. I have to leave my two daughters and my grandkids. And I have to leave you. Yeah. And but he says, but life must go on. Yeah. And when those words were there, like I, I felt comforted. I believe my steps are growing wearier each day. Still I've got a journey on my mind The lures of this old world have ceased to make me want to stay But my one regret is leaving you behind If it is his will that I'm the first to cross And somehow I've Comes your turn to travel, likewise don't feel lost, for I will be the first one that you'll see. I'll be waiting on the far side banks of Jordan, I'll be waiting drawing pictures in the sand, and when I see you coming, I will rise up and come running through the shallow waters reaching for your hand and then you know every time too I would left he would ask me to pray before before I left and uh, when he got uh, very sick June was in the hospital with him uh, you know days on June kind of lived at the hospital as well right and so I said to June one, one day, I says, uh, do you mind if I go stay with him at the hospital and, and give you a, a break, give you rest? And I said, uh, I said to her, I know what it's like to be a caregiver. And I says, you need a break. And I said, you should just go home and, and stay there and, you know, go stay with Peggy and you guys can do whatever, right? And so I stayed there with Alan. Uh, I would go on Friday night and I would leave him Sunday afternoon. And you know, the, the leaving was the hardest part. You know, it was very hard for him and it was very hard for me. He asked me to pray also too that he would not suffer, that uh, he didn't want to suffer, he just wanted to die. And you know, it was, that was a hard prayer too to, to, to ask the Lord. And at the same time, I was kind of upset, you know, like why, why him kind of thing, you know. And again, like, you know, what's going to become of me, you know, and who am I going to sing with and all those things. And, and basically, you know, Lord, we had plans, you know, and then you're going to, you're going to take that plan away kind of thing. and. So I stayed with Alan for three weekends in a row. And uh, the last weekend I stayed with Alan, 
uh, I came in uh, Saturday night and I stayed with them then I knew that uh, I knew that uh, something was wrong and he was kind of weak you know and and then June was there and then uh, he asked me to pray uh, you know if the Lord was not going to heal him to take him home and his wife was there and uh, that's what he asked that the last uh, night that I seen Alan uh, was the night that I prayed for the Lord to take him home so you know I, I, I was very sincere when I said that prayer because I like I could tell you know like I'm not a doctor but I can tell that uh, he wasn't gonna get better he was very weak and uh, he could barely speak and you know towards the end there you had to you know bring your ear to his mouth kind of thing and uh, so the last night that I was there I was with him Saturday night and uh, I could tell that he was very agitated and I, I didn't sleep I stayed up I was just sitting on a chair there you know he'd look over at me sometimes and then like just by me making eye contact he would calm down you know he just wanted to know that I was still there and so uh, anyhow he just he just started being agitated and I uh, I helped him off the bed and then uh, and then also I pressed for the nurse to come I knew that something was very wrong and so the nurse came and they tried to help him back to bed and stuff and and the other thing about Alan was like he was so polite to the nurses yeah. you know they treated him very well it was just amazing and the way you know he would take the nurses hands and thank them and you know it was just uh, it was just amazing to see that and then this night when uh, when we thought he was dying the nurse thought he was dying they uh, called the family in you know we thought that for sure he was gonna die and this was uh, about four o'clock in the morning and at the same time the nurse uh, called the doctor and I guess the doctor said to up the morphine that they were giving him and they did that and he calmed down after after they gave him an extra dose of morphine probably was some pain he was in terrible pain yeah. and uh, you know he was always moaning and like oh you know when you're hurting that's how he was and so uh, this was now Sunday morning and the family was there my family came in from Edmonton and uh, he came kind of came back to uh, when from from that evening and 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 then uh, we came home and Peggy came my wife Peggy came home and uh, Tuesday night about 11 o'clock we received the call that Al had passed on and uh, went home to be with the Lord I stand alone at God's door Please be my friend, Lord, and bid me come in 
I'm tired and weary and so Longing to find perfect peace for my soul I stand alone at God's door Please be my friend, Lord, and bid me come in I'm tired and weary and so Longing to find perfect peace for my soul And uh, the brother was there, Elder brother was there and he phones me and, and says, Can, are you coming? And, and uh, I said, no, I says, I will let the family go first. You know, and I said, I'll, I'll come later in the day. And so when I did come back, they were all gone from the hospital, and I talked with the family there, and they all came, and everyone was crying. And uh, again, they were comforted just by us being there, the, the family, because of, uh, of what uh, the bond that they've seen in uh, their dad and myself. You know, it was just just a, a very special, a very special thing. And so, anyhow, we uh, we uh, were there, and uh, they started making funeral plans that Alan had already made. He he did uh, he made his plans before he died. And so uh, we were there, and uh, June asked me and Peggy to go and see uh, Pastor Joe to make uh, the funeral arrangements. I emceed the funeral, and it was uh, the greatest honor that I've had in my life was to emcee uh, friend. my, my friend's funeral. Yeah. I, I spoke Cree a few times at the, at the wake and the funeral, and uh, a lot of people appreciated uh, uh, hearing uh, me speaking Cree, you know, I prayed in Cree, and and then it was uh, it was good, you know. And then I was the last one to walk past uh, the casket, and uh, I had told Alan, you know, Alan, I says I'm not gonna cry. I says I'm not gonna cry when you die, and I'm not gonna cry at your funeral. And I said because I know where you're at. You know, and you know when I received the phone call about 11:30 at night, I was relieved. You know, as sad as that to say, I was relieved that my brother had passed away. He wasn't in pain. Yeah, he he went home. You know, there was nothing. There was no more pain, and I didn't have to see that anymore. You know, and basically. It was, uh, again, it was not goodbye. And it's just that I'm going to see him again. I want to share Al's favorite verse. He talked to me about this many times. And uh, this is Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk 
and not faint. So, has it been hard to walk on without your friend, Rodney? I think about him every day. You know, it's been, uh, I guess, you know, at times I'm a little bit jealous, you know. He's up there and I'm, I'm still down here, right? And, and, and times when, you know, I wished I could, uh, I could phone him. You know, and if you phone their house number, he comes on it there, mm -hmm. if nobody answers. Yeah. And there's times when I, I just want to call it, just to hear his voice, you know. And, <laughs> and uh, it's been, uh, you know, like he says, uh, uh, life must go on. And and that's what I want to do for, for my friend. And, uh, you know, basically keep living my life. And, uh, you know, like, who knows what uh, what the Lord has in store for me. Friends are special, so very special, and dear to our heart. And uh, just like Rodney was just sharing, he was always there for his friend, and his friend was always there for him. And we have a friend. His name is Jesus. And um, in John fifteen thirteen, greater love has no man than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. That's exactly what Jesus did for you, and for me, and for Alan, that he laid down his life on the cross, on the cross of Calvary, for his friends, for you and I, that we would know the Lord, that we would go to heaven, just like Alan. And it says in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Alan has gone to be with the Lord, and he knew where he was going, and his friend Rodney knew where he was going. That's our prayer for you, that you would know where you're going. Jesus died for you, and he is your friend. And I pray that you will accept him as your friend and savior. God bless. Three men on a mountain, up on Calvary. And the man in the middle was Jesus. He died for you and me. Well, the man on the right was a sinner man Nailed to a cross he bled He could have been forgiven But he mocked the Lord instead You see, you are the Son of God They nailed you to that tree Come down, come down and save us If God your Father be Three men on a mountain Up on Calvary And the man in the middle was Jesus He died for you and me Well, the man on the left was a sinner too He was sorry for his 
sin He begged the Lord's forgiveness And Jesus said to him Fear not, fear not, this isn't death Before this day is o'er You'll be with me in paradise On heaven's golden upon Calvary and the man in the middle was Jesus he died for you and me